Then uh, one day, I guess it was. In, and where did this appear? In, in U.S. Camera. In U.S. Camera. Oh, oh Ed Hannigan was editor. Right. U.S. Camera. And uh, I. Uh, so uh, I get this call from Bruce Downs, and he says, uh, "How'd you like to write a cover for, for me?" I said, "I'd love to, because I'm a little, little tired of teenagers. <laughs> so far, I'm concerned, they're all dead." Uh, and uh, so then I went to uh, Ed and I said, "Ed, I'm, I'm going to write for Pop Photo." So he got very upset. He's a sore loser. Some people are just sore heads. And uh, I said, "Oh, you you want to write for them? We're going to give you more money." I said, "No, same thing as your baby, but teenagers are gone. We no longer have any. Nobody nobody acknowledges being a teenager today, and there's no news there." This is like '59 or '60 when just before. Oh, right. Yeah, just before I started the call. I started right away. And uh, so I, and it was called Say With Your Camera, after the book, which by that time was uh, pretty well known. The book came out in 50. In 50. And, and uh, kept Ziff, it printed, being printed. Well, Ziff Davis picked it up again in 60, uh -huh. a new edition. And then it kept being printed. And, well, uh, Pop, uh, uh, Wednesday House uh, published 7,500 copies and sold every copy. And then, uh, at whatever the price was, $5. And, uh, uh, and it's been used a lot. Remember that uh, my White did a grave review, which I've never seen. Ansel told me it was a rave review, so I've never seen that review. Hmm. He sent it to the to the PR guy at Wimsey House, a woman. They never used it. I wish I had seen that. Um, so it's gone. They probably threw it all out. And everybody, including Bruce, loved, loved the book. Hmm. And we had uh, rave reviews from all over the, including Fendel Yorksa was on a Tribune. We were calling Who? Fendel Yorksa, Y-E-R-X-A, <laughs> F-E-N-D-A-L-L. He was a Marine captain during the war. Let me ask you about these books for a second. We've got you started on the, the column now, Pop Photo, which has continued. Yeah. Um, there's a whole, there's quite a long string of them between 47 and 57. Uh, fun with your camera, say it with your camera, yeah. opportunities in photography, and then Rowley in 52, 35mm, Argus exact and Canon ending up in 57. And looking at this list, I, I said to myself, well, this looks like a guy who takes a summer vacation and writes a book every summer. <laughs> and uh, No, I had on to my uh, job. I couldn't afford to take a summer vacation. And I just wanted, because you really, at one point here, 52, 53, 54, 55, starting with the Rowley book, um, you know, you're really turning them out. One after the other. And uh, Well, I used to work hard, you know. Uh, I uh, was getting Al Young, George Allen Young, who for my money was the ideal editor, for his, for his money, the worst. Camera craft? Uh, yeah, George Allen Young. Because he published the, you know, Weston's writings way back mm -hmm. in, in camera craft. In the periodical, yeah. In the periodical. And that's where you saw first, some of the first writings by, by Weston, mm -hmm. which later were the basis of other things. Uh, and uh, he, uh, oh, so one day I'm out there in early 52 or something, uh -huh. I, I, I'm covering a trade show. Or maybe at the same time I saw uh, Minor. 50, 52 uh, in San Francisco? 52 or something like that, 53, somewhere in there. That's the time spent my wife's covering a trade show. They were interested in that because they're advertising. You know, and I was, I was glad to get the ride. And, uh, and there I met George Allen Young, 
and we were walking around. She said, how about doing a book on the Roly? I thought it was ridiculous. I said, why do a, a manual on a camera where you can get it for nothing? You know, you can get the manual for nothing. She says, no, I want a different kind of a book. So I said, what kind? So we talked about it. I said, well, you know, a camera is not by itself. It, it's, an, it's a tool of somebody with feeling and, and imagination and so forth and responses. So it must be a photographer. So let's write the book in terms of the photographer who uses the camera. So I found out who did the, who used the Roly. Uh, it was, Feininger uh, 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 used one. Um, There's those five chapters that were, you talked about the methods of those other people. Uh, this was uh, in the role, in the role, was that? Oh, oh that's right, I had that. Uh, yeah. I have that table count. Yeah, yeah, I know what it is, yeah. Oh, you really not some words. You really don't need this anymore. <laughs> no. Let's see, that's the... Yeah, the, yeah, that's right. I did the same thing. Yeah, Philip Halsman on portraiture, yeah. Rothstein, Feinier, Fritz, uh, Henley. Henley, and Breitenbach. Yeah, I did the same thing for the 35. That's why... Similar type of... Sim yeah. Similar format. Mm -hmm. So, the, the 35 millimeter, I enjoy doing more. I enjoy doing the Roly because I... Uh, I used to carry the the, the uh, outline around with me, mm -hmm. and once I left it in my, I put it in the pocket, and it must have fallen out, and I lost it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wrote a letter to Al, said, you know, I lost the uh, outline. What am I going to do? He says, make sure the Russians don't get find it. <laughs> he had a sense of humor. So I, I just, I know what I wanted to do, so I started all over again. And uh, so we had this. Uh, uh, so I did this thing in those terms, and I, uh, I broke, broke up these chapters and I had a picture and a little statement by or about each photographer. Mm -hmm. Accompanying uh, the picture as an extended the caption. On the opposite page. Yeah. Or for a short, it was under it. Right. Yeah. Uh, not really an extended caption, sort of an essay, a yeah. capsule about this guy. Uh, and, um, in that format, that idea seemed to hit people right. They liked it. Uh, maybe because it flattered the photographer. Gave him a little more insight into the picture, I think. Yeah, probably. that it's the, it's the man behind it, you know, which we use today. And uh, so uh, we printed 12,000 copies, huh. of which uh, which sold out in four months. Wow. At $5 a copy. So then Al, see, in the meantime, Al had printed, had left, told the printer to print 15,000. But not to bind them. Uh huh. Right. You can guess the rest. Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. So we were stuck with these fifteen thousand copies. Not all of them, but there were some that were sold. But later we had to sell these things over the years, mm -hmm. a few years, to, until we exhausted them. Well, now they're selling about twenty-five dollars a copy. You know. Right. And they, <laughs> and they, you know, the collectors, those collectors' items. I wanted one myself, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> so eventually, the twenty-one thousand copies sold. And it was the uh, it was uh, highly uh, lauded at the time, both here and abroad. Mm -hmm. And we had uh, uh, and the uh, so then we had so now what comes after you do a role? What is left? You know, well then you write something about contemporary medium, which is 35. Mm -hmm. So I said, let's call it 35 millimeter photography. Instead of linking it to one camera, let's consider it as the medium. 
right. talk about the medium, and then bring in cameras, the various cameras available for this, which makes it something that would be useful to uh, ideally could sell these, mm -hmm. these books. And he did. It sold it pretty well. And I used to get a royalty, 10% royalty, uh, every month I get a royalty check. You know, I'd get, when it first comes out, I'd get like $2,000, you know. Uh -huh. And, and the next month maybe a thousand years after what right. I repeated out. But uh, over the course of uh, four years, or five years, I was getting an average of forty-five thousand dollars in royalties. So this was really a, another which is, occupation, which is, which is very nice. Yeah. But every month I get a check with a paycheck. Uh -huh. So one day I said, to Al, you know, it, this must be a lot of bother to you. Not that I didn't like it, but I was just thinking of him. <laughs> I said, uh, everybody else pays. I was thinking to go ahead twice a year. Mm -hmm. And he says, well, I, I can keep my books better this way. Said, okay, you're the boss. You're, yeah. So we paid, we sold this, uh, every, every month I got this check. Eventually, he uh, sold it to uh, Aunt Photo. Which, the Rolly book, the 35 mm book? Everything that we had that was left over after the five years. Oh, the rest of the edition. Everything that was left. Yeah, so they they sold it at, uh, but the uh, the Roly, then the some other outfit uh, bought it. We had the Margaret. There was an Argus book, and uh, later later on, Argus was interested in buying a lot of copies. Like, how much would it cost us if you if we bought a hundred thousand copies? Uh -huh. So Al calls me from the West Coast, all excited. Said, "Hold on to your seat." You know, I'm never, I, unless I've got it in my hand, I don't, I'm not sure of anything. So, you know, uh, August wanted me to find out what they, what, how much we would charge them for 100,000 copies. So he figured it all out down to the bone. And I don't know what it came to, but very cheap. But even then, it was too much for them. They wanted something next to nothing. Uh -huh. So we never went through. Uh, but they, uh, we bought it, we sold a lot of copies of, uh, of all of them. Uh -huh. uh, the uh, Rolly book is at say 21,000, uh, 35 millimeter, not as much, but plenty. Uh -huh. And the Exacta sold. And all of these books, and now I get no, the Exacta and the, and the Canon and a few others like that, and the even the Argus. Uh -huh. People still write me and say, where can I get a copy? Because it had all this information no other mag no other book has. Mm -hmm. You know, there have been manuals on these things. But I had I was very meticulous about about including all the lenses. So these became reference books. Mm -hmm. But people wanted to know when the this lenses even the authorities like Schwalbach, uh, he thought that was a, the exact book was great. Mm -hmm. Because he had material, they had dates and so forth. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the um, that was that. So in 57, the Canon one comes out. That's the last one. That 57, yeah. Canon, I guess, is the last. Uh, see, was there anything after that? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I, 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 I guess. Can, I can check on it. Let me, let me. Probably. Let me um, go outside the, the chronological element now and ask a couple other things here. Um, first of all, uh, what's the relation of your own, of you as a photographer to any of these activities? I mean, how do you, uh, how much do you see yourself as a photographer? 
how much energy are you putting into it, and um, does it, does your commitment to that change over this time in all these different with all these different jobs you're doing? Um, My commitment to photography has always been the same, but it's been growing because uh, and changing, developing. Uh, when I first started, what was it around? Only the camera club. Mm -hmm. Just like it was for Hausman and for Munkashi and for Vishniak, and there was nothing else. You know, these people, they gave talks at the, uh, at the Manhattan Camera Club. Just mm -hmm. sort of a godfather to all these uh, newcomers come from abroad. And uh, so I fell in with them, but instinctively I knew there was something wrong. That what they were doing was wrong. Uh, I don't know why, I didn't know at the time, I sort of thought it through until I hit on the human a aspect of it, and that these people were not being themselves. They, they had a, a brush manufacturer, uh, a clothing salesman, a lawyer, more than one lawyer, uh, uh, and several other occupations of a non-artistic uh, mm -hmm. uh, type, yeah. type or, or, or anyway. Uh, they were not involved with art, but this I saw this. I finally saw them. I was kind of sorry for them, but I saw them that they were going after these ribbons. These ribbons were manufactured to bolster or to give them some sense of ego. That without this, without these little medals and these silver cups and these ribbons, because of the sluza, you know, right, all right, sluza. One time I, I was so, I was so dismayed, so discouraged at this all this human waste, waste of human potential, that I used to get drunk. And I'd go to these things, I'd see this lineup of little soldiers, you know. Each one got one of these. So they, they had to carry me out. You know, I was, a, I was yelling, I was screaming, you know. Huh. Uh, uh, eventually I said goodbye to the, uh, all that, and I'll tell you about that. Uh, but then I used to go to all of these conventions, and each time I'd come back and write a piece condemning these things they were saying. But I got no, nobody said anything, you know. I said, "Well, Dash, you know, he's a nice guy." Yeah. Did, what the hell's he know? Yeah. So, but I was this. I was looking at this from the human angle, the yeah. angle of what a waste, a waste of human potential there was in, in what these guys were doing. That they, I knew that they were doing, it. and things were on an artificial level. You, dark corners and light corners and all that crap. Imitation, yeah. basically. And, and, if, and, if, uh, and they used to have they used to have jokes about themselves. They used to say, well, if you can't make it good, make it big. You know, that sort of thing. Which, of course, they did. Right. You know, they didn't make it big. Because of course, they couldn't make it good. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, uh, they'd have babies, clotheslines. Clothesline, though. Oh, modern photography. Modern photography was something that you didn't give a damn about craft-wise. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's modern, it, if you call it modern, then it's okay, it can be messy as hell. You know, out of focus, underprinted, overprinted, dirty, you know, it's modern. So I wrote a piece and I said, this is not modern. I said, modern is an attitude, it's the world you live in, that's modern. The, the, world, the modern world you live in, not this thing that was back a hundred years ago that you're doing. You never get out of it. Mm -hmm. you, you got it from the books and from these old pictures. And you got the sense, this is pictorialism, with a capital P. You know? mm -hmm. And the great father was uh, Fassbender, Adolf, you know, about him. Mm -hmm. And uh, so 
Uh, well, we can talk about the, yeah, you know the people yeah. themselves yeah. specifically, and I have a big list of some of those people. But yeah. my the, the point of focus here, in a sense, is is oh, yeah. what were you doing as a photographer? Yeah. Well, I was taking pictures, and according to my likes, uh, see, I never pretended to be a photographer. I kept taking. I used to take photographs to illustrate the thing I was doing. Mm -hmm. I used to take them, but I never said I am the artist. I never applied. For a grant on the basis of my art, uh -huh. you know, only for a grant. To, no, I'm, the only grant I, I just applied for was to keep the, my reporter going, uh -huh. which has been turned down, by the way. Uh, but the uh, 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 well, I uh, let's see. Uh, I was doing. Uh, what the hell was that? Oh, my commitment to it. It's simply that I love photography. I like to do it, and I like to go in the dark room, do printing, use various papers, and so forth. But I never said uh, I would like to do a portfolio and sell it for five thousand dollars or something. Mm -hmm. you know. What did you do with I the work? Did you did you have a particular group of friends that you showed it to, or I used it? I, I showed it to people. I used it to illustrate my things. I, once in a while I ran it in the New York Times, mm -hmm. but, uh, but I only did it without giving myself credit. I, I only did it when I couldn't get anything else. Yeah, I was going to ask, in some of the books there's a lot of, uh, or there's numbers of uncredited pictures, which it's I me. assume are, are yours, yeah. well, but I wanted to verify. Yeah, well, I never signed, I never ran my, the only time that there was a credit was in some other, like in Pop Photo or other magazines. But these are all done, uh, I felt, well, it's my people, so it's a, assumed that I did it, and if it's not assumed, it's okay too, because I only wanted it to use it to illustrate what I was doing, mm -hmm. and to make a point. And, and some of the, uh, oh, the books, uh, the uh, ma manuals, mm -hmm. in there, they make my pictures, pictures of cameras, lenses, and... Uh, illustrative types of Illustrative things. material. Yeah. But uh, I have done things that may, the things I've done to reflect some things I like. I, uh -huh. I, well, I, I took a picture, one of these days I'm going to make some prints of these things. Uh, I took a picture of snowfall outside the window. There's a bay window. We live in Brooklyn Heights. And I set my rolly up on a, a, no, no, I had a ladder. Sit on a ladder. And it's snowing out. There was a no, dark, the snow against the dark background of buildings. Uh, so I took a picture of that, and this woman happened to come along in a baby carriage uh, she had been using to shop with. So she happened to come right into the picture, which is a nice job. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I photographed that, and I photographed... Uh, yeah, that, that picture is in um, Say It With Your Camera. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I know the, I know the one you mean. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I had a compliment by Ansel Adams on that. Mm -hmm. I wish I had made that picture. Well, he was funny as hell. But anyway, he, uh, uh, it was nice to hear it. Mm -hmm. And there are other pictures of that that, that have... Are you still actively photographing now? Whenever much? I get a chance, but I haven't done... I haven't, I haven't been in my darkroom for ten years. Ten years? <laughs> ten years, which is... I got busy then doing things. But I keep threatening to... Uh, I've got two enlargers. Mm -hmm. I got two stainless steel sinks, steel mm -hmm. sinks, and uh, lots of equipment. And I once did a piece for a photo on me and my dark rooms. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know where it started in the various dark rooms. I had the right. bathroom, second bathroom, so forth. 
and the second in the adjoining rooms, a closet, big closet, uh, London Terrace, we had a closet. I used to escape into it when my wife had company, uh -huh. our women, and I used to close it up. I'd hear them all out there, but I'd stayed in as long as they were talking. So it was my haven, you know. Yeah. And uh, I had a six-foot sink in there, and it was quite small, four or six-foot darkroom. And there was a little table where I had my lodger, so I was nice and cozy there. Uh -huh. I, uh, I, did, I uh, did some uh, infrared dipping, flash bulbs, mm -hmm. dipped some infrared and took some, used those, and uh, anyway, then you could lay, after that you could find them. Um, well, let me ask you this, though. Um, one of the, it seems like uh, a tone that runs through a lot of your books, a lot of your writing, and of course the other writing too, but... Um, but very clearly in the books, and certainly very clearly in Say It With Your Camera, is one of, um, certainly as, as you've been characterizing, it's kind of an optimistic tone. It's really one of saying, um, look, if you become more committed to this or if you really engage your, um, your actual personality as opposed to some kind of imitation, you can really produce something that, and I'm paraphrasing what you want to say, but that sort of approaches a level of art and that has a very, you know, positive function for you personally. And I'm wondering how you see yourself as fulfilling that goal or, or falling short of it. Um, well, there's such a thing as wanting to, and another thing, having the capacity. You see, I don't feel I have that capacity. And so I have recognized that, and I'm willing to take second, second uh, choice. Uh -huh. uh, uh, I felt that these people that had different kinds of lives, and they, my life has been, although we've never were wealthy, never had money, has been kind of sheltered. I've never starved. I've always been taken care of. Uh, people have always done things for me. Uh -huh. uh, I lose a job and then I find another one. And uh, I mean, there was a Christian Science Monitor. It was handed to me on a platter. Uh, uh, Joe Bing invites me to work for him. Uh, Bruce Downs asked me to write his that column, and, uh, and that's the way it's been all my life, which is not good because I've not had that challenge. Uh. That's why I'm behind the eight ball compared to other people who have had a harder time of it and have been selling themselves. Uh. I never sold anything. You know, it's just come to me. And there's not that it's been great things, maybe that's what there's nothing to sell. Uh -huh. and that, uh, that I, I just felt that I didn't exert myself that much. and. Uh, I'm not very ambitious, I'm not ambitious at all, but I'd like to do certain things and uh, eventually they come through if they do and so forth. But this other was addressed to people who did have that capacity and I know there are people who have it, and but they neglected it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I meant, that's what I meant. It meant. It's for those who have the capacity who should take that, make that effort, who don't. I mean there are things that I have never done the kinds of things that pictorialists do. Now make the, the corner darker and, uh, and that sort of thing, or lighter, or whatever it is, and conform in various other ways, like using uh, 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 certain papers to pictorialize it. To me, it's a, uh, I always use the same kind of paper, or a matte paper if I felt it there, but I always wanted a little, a little life to the paper surface. And uh, I did that. I, uh, I, I used Gavelox at one time. I'm not, not familiar with it. No. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. Personally, it's a, it may be Gavert. 
and it was a, uh, they used to say this made of uh, uh, the emulsion, emulsified, finely chopped rabbit's hair, which I think was a put on. But uh, it's very, it's a, it's, a, it's a carpet of very fine, very fine uh, texture, textured material. And they say that, I don't know what, what the material was, it's a, some kind of material. It had some kind of little tooth to it, sort of. It had a tooth, that, so you couldn't spot it, couldn't spot it, because mm -hmm. it was too deep. You, could, you had to get really down to the bed of this thing, and it was so infinitesimal that you couldn't do it. So, uh, so that was discontinued when uh, uh, they, nobody wanted it anymore. It's too expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, but I always, and I regret not being, having been in it all this time. I'd like to get back into it again one of these days. Let me let me ask you about some of these people. Um, actually, maybe the people you can comment on most interestingly, who about whom there hasn't been that much written. It's some of the other people who have been involved in writing about photography that you've known. Yeah. Um, and frankly, some of these names, I'm not certain how well you know anything about them, what, and I've got a lot of them, so we can, I just kind of throw them out and mm -hmm. um, be interested to hear whatever it is that you can add to the record about some of these people. Um, now, this fellow Peck you mentioned was just at the Scientific American. He's the editor. That's and he right. was just that. and. And also, there's a fellow named Paul Freelander who was at the Times, who I Paul take J.C. Freelander was the an editor who supervised my coffee. Who didn't have anything to do with photography per no, se. No, but he, uh, he is the one uh, through whom I passed copy. I mean, he could he could say, uh, uh, think you can think of something better than that or something like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, eventually, it was my own thing. But he could uh, veto it. So this is, our readers would not be interested in that, mm -hmm. and I'll say he'd read my copy and so forth. He had veto power, but you got along well with him, and there was never any problem uh, to speak no, up. Not too much. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't have too much any problem. Mm -hmm. Sort of got used to me after a while. I, I got used to him. Mm -hmm. What about Bruce? Well, Don he did save me for one thing. Oh, but when I first started up the column. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 Schwartz, Dan Schwartz, was assistant Sunday editor. Mm -hmm. When I first started up, he said uh, I started writing on this vein, in this vein. Mm -hmm. I thought we were, we were through the times I could talk to adult people, mm -hmm. and so I did. I tried to talk to adult people, and he said, "Why don't you write like Mabel Scarry does in the World Telegram on cats, on uh, uh, and children, uh, babies, and and that sort of thing?" I said, "Well, I'm not interested in that." I think photography is more than babies, baby photography. And uh, he said, well, that's the sort of thing that seeing people are interested in. So then uh, I fought against that and started writing the way I wanted to. And uh, then Friedlander was assigned to take care of my company. And then we got along better because Friedlander could understand what I was trying to do. So it was because of him that I was able to do some of the things I did. Because he let give me a free hand. I see. Uh -huh. now you just mentioned uh, there was a couple, Mario and Mabel. Uh, Mario was a husband of Mabel Scacchari. Uh, Mario's a photographer for, for World Telegram. Mm -hmm. And Mabel was his wife. This is New York. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she would, uh, she did the, uh, um, she wrote the column and signed his name. So it's uh, whatever the title of that, that book was, Camera or something. 
Fun with your camera. Fun with your camera, something like that. Uh, signed by Mario Scaccari, but she wrote it. Mm -hmm. Then when he died, she used her own name. In addition to doing another column uh, called uh, by uh, Henrietta Hitchcock on cats. She mm -hmm. had cats. She had a dozen of them in her house. Now, wait, this is also the same woman, Mabel? Same woman, Mabel. She, she Under the pen name of Henrietta Hitchcock? Or? That's right. <laughs> her maiden name, name's name was Henrietta Hitchcock. So he used that to write another column on uh, cats, cat oh. care and stuff like that. <laughs> and this was column, column on photo was as you it was characterized the, it before. The, car, the, the column she did was uh, on photography, uh, whatever it's called. It was called some phone with a camera or something. Mm -hmm. She did that, and she did the other column too because it was... Uh, was interested in cats, but couldn't use the same name. Mm -hmm. Now, what about um, someone like Bruce Downs, who was, a, I, I gather, a major figure? Uh, well, Bruce uh, Downs used to be on a uh, newspaper in, uh, in uh, Long Island. Uh, I don't remember that thing. Small newspaper. He was editor of it. In Long Island somewhere? Long, uh, yeah. Uh, his son now is Dick Bush. Oh, his name was Arthur Bush. Arthur Bush? Yeah, B-U-S-C-H. <laughs> and he changed it because that was the time of the war, and he didn't want to be identified as German. Uh-huh. And uh, so, but his son keeps that name, Bush. So if you see uh, Richard Bush in mm -hmm. the photo, that's the that's, son of... That's Bruce Downs' son. Bruce Downs' son. What, he changed it before the Second World War? Uh, no, it was during the war. During? The Second War. During the Second, Second World War, War Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, uh, so he, Bruce, then, what the hell's the name of that paper, a small paper? Bruce started a column on photography for mm -hmm. this newspaper that he was working for. This isn't Newsday or anything like oh, that. Oh, no, no, a small paper. Yeah. Whatever, anyway. Uh, and he, um, he wrote this column, and uh, I, at, the, at that time I was writing a, Scientific American column. I didn't have a newspaper then, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'd criticize him, and he'd criticize me in his papers. See? So once in a while we get together. He was not a lovable character, but uh, he and I got along fine. And uh, somehow I don't know why, but uh, I liked him, and uh, we get along fine. And uh, uh, we always agreed. Uh, very often agreed on, on, on lots of things. Matter of fact, we're on one side of the Depends on a debate, he and I, against uh, on pictorialism, against uh, uh, Fassbender and a guy named Hogan, who was a pictorialist. I'll tell you about that later. Uh, and uh, uh, so we used to meet at these various places. Uh, like, uh, I, remember, I think I met him for the first time at George Platt Lyons' demonstration. Lyons was the uh, Man, man photography. He was there with his shirt down to the, which I thought was fantastic. I mean, he, had, he invited people to come. Just to, and they, here he was in Deja Vu. And I, well, but I, I, uh, mm -hmm. I thought, well, he's an artist. I guess he is. Yeah, right. So, so I met him then. I saw Bruce walking around, almost dazed, looking around. And uh, so we met. We talked. And so we met. Uh, everyone, actually, him and very things, we sort of, sort of gravitate toward each other, mm -hmm. wherever we happen to be. And uh, and uh, so uh, uh, one thing led to another, but, but Bruce uh, then did something, a little book on, uh, on, on a camera, Zero, the Zero Flex, 
circuit panel? No, it's called a zero flex, but it's a twin lens reflex camera. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inexpensive reflex camera. And the, uh, is that Harry Amber? Uh, 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 maybe I'll take time, I'm seeing a few minutes. Sure, yeah. And, um, uh, so we, um, Clark got to know and we, we uh, disagreed on some things. And he got to be, at some point, the editor of Pop Photo. He became the New York editor. Frank Fenner was the editor in Chicago. He didn't want to come to New York. And Bruce was the New York editor. Uh -huh. And uh, what was his, what was his, did he have any particular kind of view of photography that he was interested in? Or, you know, where would you locate him? Obviously, he was on the other side of the fence from the pictorialist. But um, beyond that, uh, I think he was more interested in, in journalism. Photojournalism. He used to gravitate to the to the uh, professional. That's another thing. I uh, am very impatient with professional photography. Uh, I fight it. It's, I, well, all these things I've been done have been done to the amateur. Professionalism has a crassness to it. To me, even today, some of our fine photographers. Uh -huh. The the fact that they. I know I enjoyed reading uh, Ansel Adams's uh, piece in Aperture on. Professional, the professional. Mm -hmm. You know there is such an article, very good one. Uh, but the uh, uh, professionalism. I hate professionalism in anything, and uh, among other things in sports. The minute it becomes a professional thing, is I veer I, I away from it. It's uh, you're, you're doing it for the money, not for the love of it. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, so I, I probably am wrong, and people will probably know I think I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. But I, I just, that's why I made But But Bruce Downs was oriented Bruce towards Bruce was the oriented, and he would, he would talk to uh, people who were in the, the editors, he used to help now with the editors. Mm -hmm. I never had much use for those guys, because I know they were thinking of certain things. And I used to cover their talks, but as a, you know, for the, for the press, for the columns. But the uh, uh, press photography, impressed me for a while only in terms of what of where the guy could veer away from the routine press photography like when a guy tells me that he takes a took a picture of a pencil falling and he caught it just like that because he had strobe mm -hmm. I say so what and he got surprised for it mm -hmm. I said it doesn't mean a thing because you didn't take it the strobe took it mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so they, they and, and they never could understand it another time there was a Professionals got together and gave a, an award. Einstein had a birthday, and all these guys gathered around and started taking pictures of him. Well, Harry, taking pictures of him. Well, Harry, the whole trip here. Uh, here. Listen, here's another name of someone who used to write about photography, who I'm very interested in, yeah. who is due for a rediscovery. Um, Elizabeth McCausland. Did you, you know, ever meet her? I met her once, and uh, you know, she's suddenly in the limelight. You know, I feel very upset about this because everybody's getting in, getting to do it except me, who wanted to do it in the first place. Oh, really? Tell you me know, about this. But I'm so goddamn lazy. <laughs> well, do it. You know that uh, I know that several people are uh, trying. Uh, Ann Tucker uh, wants to do a book on it. Well, I want to do a book on it. On uh, McCausland, mm -hmm. and uh, once I was at Whitkins, and I called, uh, and uh, uh, Bernice called, 
And uh, Witkin said, there's uh, Bernice on the phone, you want to talk to her? I said, sure, I'd love to. So, uh, so and Ann, Ann Tucker happened to be in the room at the time. Uh-huh. I said, I want to talk to her about the uh, about McCausland. So immediately, Tucker said, uh, oh, I'm doing a book about her. Uh-huh. So, if you're doing it, I guess i got to lay, lay uh-huh. keep hands off. Which is very disappointing because he's always intrigued me as being a one of very neglected people. Mm-hmm. Well, what can you tell tell me uh, well, about her? So I started researching the files, but I, you know, the uh, uh, art art uh, archival records. Yeah, the ar- archives of American art. You know, I started turning it, but it began so I didn't get. I went back twice, but it's such a wearisome thing. It's hours and hours of material. Yeah. Well, did you ever meet her? Did you ever have any personal contact with her? Not personal, but I did. Was president. I guess I met her casually. I never really talked to her. But she had uh, she had uh, this guy named B. Earl Buckley, who was uh, one of the big shots in pictorialism. B. Earl Buckley. B. E. R. L. B. is an initial. Right. B. Period. E. R. L. E. E. R. L. E. Middle name. Buckley. B. O. C. K. L. E. Y. And. McCausland was. They were debating. I thought it was so, such a funny confrontation because where, where was this under one of the camera club meetings? You know, uh-huh. uh, which is, uh, I, I don't know how they have how they ever got the two together because it's so so. I mean, unequal, you know. So at one point, uh, uh, Buckley said, "You know, you know, we can get. Uh, we only need two negatives uh, uh, to put clouds in the sky." You know, you make a negative and then you have sky together. So McCausland says, ah, it takes God only one negative. <laughs> I, was very, I never forgotten that. That's correct. God, God needs only one negative. <laughs> and then after that, and then, I, then I heard about the death. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I, have, uh, I wanted to, uh, right after when she died, I wanted to get together with Bernice and and uh, of course, it was right after they lived together. Right. Now, 50 Commerce Street, and I wanted to see what, uh, where I could find some material in McCausland. And uh, she said she didn't have any time. We have to come out to Maine. Well, I, I can't go mm-hmm. out to Maine. Well, to to just uh, sort of uh, apart from this recording, to just tell you uh, what I know about the status of it, because as it happens now. Well, first of all, Ann Tucker became deeply, deeply involved in that photo league project beyond what she even anticipated and yeah, has yeah. not done anything on McCausland. I know she hasn't. But there is a woman who is one of the interns. She has a master's degree in art history, and she's a pretty good person who is at the Eastman House right now. I got a letter from her. From uh, Susie Peters. Yeah. And uh, who's also my next-door neighbor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And who is... Um, Working on McCausland and has got a bibliography of about a thousand items. She's yeah, she re- she's read that. through all that stuff. She's right now in Springfield, going through the Springfield Republican, and spent a week there. And I she's feel really, jealous as hell. Well, she's really uh, well. She's not lazy. That's the that's the difference. Yeah. She's really doing it. You know, and she's been up to Maine and gone through a lot of material that Bernice has, and is going to go back. And it's, you know, it's a heck of a lot of running around and reading yeah. a lot of stuff to find what the gems. And I, I hope that she will get something uh, together on that because it really needs to be uh, needs to be done. Well, okay. I'm sure she's missed some of the sources. Yeah, well, I'm sure that you know there's there's so, maybe so many little things and. Uh, well, she used to write for the popular press. You know, they, uh, she wrote for something called Good Photography and Better Photography. And oh God, I've seen Fawcett. that. Again. You've seen that, and she wrote for them. Hmm. At one point, she wrote a under her own name. 
Yeah, a kind of woman. Mm -hmm. And she had, uh, she did something for uh, modern age, modern photography, I keep saying modern, <laughs> modern photography. Uh -huh. uh, on, uh, uh, what the subject was, and uh, I saw this in the archives, and there, there's something about, oh, no, this is, yeah, Minicam, one of the two, in the same magazine, said uh, she was correcting Will Lane for sending her the wrong amount. Uh, you promised me $50 and I checked for $30. Uh -huh. He says, oh yes, he replies. He says, lying through his teeth. So he said, I'll, I will correct that. I'll send you a check in the next mail. So he sent her the additional check. And so he, that's how I knew that he had written for that. But, yeah. And because uh, she was involved, because she knows about these, uh, uh, during the war, that the freedom for photographers, uh, for artists, and so forth, uh, what it was, uh, they were having a hard time. She mm -hmm. was leading the school uh, artists in, during the war. Mm -hmm. But you never had any real direct uh, kind of contact with her. No, to I didn't. Form. Sorry, I didn't. She's a very difficult person. Uh, Bernice told me once. As a matter of fact, I interviewed Bernice on on uh, Cosmo. Mm. She was in New York, but I didn't get a hell of a lot from her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all on tape. But what I got was that the. Uh, See, I do these things in preparatory of doing something, and then I don't do it. I lost out on another thing just recently. I want to do something on Aperture. Because uh -huh. I, I have every issue of Aperture. Uh -huh. I made the first announcement in the Times, 1952. And uh, Harvey uh, Von Diller, the top photo, wanted to do something. Well, eventually, saw I saw him yesterday in, uh, in, uh, right, now you're saying. at this place. Uh, in uh, Philadelphia, and it says, I hate to tell you this, but I'm, I've done the piece on the Aperture. Mm -hmm. I said, well, I sort of expected that, because I know you wanted to do it, and I have delayed it a long time. Yeah. So the thing That's to right. do is look for other... I wanted to do it because uh, I have all these issues, and I have a lot of correspondence from mine. We talked about this thing at that time, and, uh, and I would have liked to do it, but... Uh, However, I didn't do it. Well, let me go on and ask about some other people here. Um, Tom Maloney is another figure in some of this, I guess, in the U.S. camera annuals. Well, he's um, the publisher. What was his role in all this? He seems to have... Uh, he was the man who owned it. Because, like, I know he visited Detroit at one point and was talking in front of the same group that Ansel Adams visited, you know, uh, the Photo Guild of Detroit. Well, Ansel Adams... Uh, 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 Maloney. Maloney was the... Uh, sort of a benefactor to several of these people, including uh, Steichen, and maybe Steichen in particular. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there have been many mentions of, uh, of uh, Maloney also was the guy who engineered the annual U.S. Camera Achievement Awards, mm -hmm. which made that trip to uh, Rochester. He used to invite a number of people from the press. He'd uh, hire a couple of trains, cars, we get into Rochester, we have a police escort blowing our way, leading us to wherever we met. Mm -hmm. And uh, he would give these achievement awards. There was a, there's a lectern there. And now, is Maloney from Rochester, or do I not know something about Maloney's, why this took Maloney's place there? New York. Hmm. He's a New York man. He published a U.S. camera, he published several, uh, uh, published 35 millimeter photography, uh, uh, 35 millimeter camera. Mm -hmm. And then he uh, 
is nem tensen box those slow and slow and do a slow and fierce you know that one of three names yeah I know so that. he published several books uh, the uh, it's, it's, what's her name this uh, passion photographer um, anyway he's done a number he's, he's been a publisher and uh, he's given most of his things to the US Naval Academy because he's a Navy man hmm. Stacken was a Navy man so together, and uh, so that's his role, and uh, he's done pretty well. Okay, yeah, I, I was unclear to me just what his relationship. There's a, there's another uh, name here, um, the uh, man who wrote, I guess, primarily newspapers about photography, John Adam Knight. Is that the? Yeah, that's a colorful character. He died, you know. He was not a photographer. Just, just a newspaper. He's a columnist. Mm -hmm. See, at one time we had a half dozen columnists in this town. Right. And John Adam Knight, his real name was Pierre de Rohan. Pierre de Rohan, R O H A N. And he's a gourmet and a writer on mm -hmm. food. He used to write for a gourmet magazine huh. under Pierre and the, for the New York Post under the name John Adam Knight. <laughs> now, John Adam Knight had his caustic tongue. And uh, he didn't care what he wrote. When Kodak came out with a precision and precision and larger, uh -huh. uh, he uh, he really <laughs> gave it the works. Uh -huh. It's a metal and larger, and if you happen to be just about the right height relative to your forehead, you could burn your forehead because <laughs> yeah. it was hot, you know. Yeah. So he mentioned that, and he said, if you you can buy the precision and larger, however, he says in order to operate it. You need this item, which costs twenty-five dollars. You need that one, which costs another twenty-five dollars. And we're not, I think Kodak pulled the advertising. Because <laughs> he didn't care. He said, "Well, I'm just reporting a thing." And uh, yeah, I know he did a very caustic article on uh, Lisa Modell at one point. Yeah. That I ran across when I was doing my work with her. Yeah, really? Yeah. And but a very nice art, little article about Cortez also at one point. Just yeah. Well, he's, he he wrote he did a review on my say it with your camera. Mm-hmm. In which he said, uh, and I wasn't quite sure how to take this, uh, he said, most of us grope, no, m most of us, most of us, uh, what, do, what, do, what do most of us do? Look for... Uh, stumble or... Stumble about... Uh, not, not, isn't that funny, I forgot. But the end of it was, uh, dash and gropes. Mm -hmm. uh, I wish I could remember what Most of us grasp or something? Or? No, that uh, it was something like that, which I took as a, as a, a adverse criticism. Mm -hmm. uh, Dash and Gropes. What was the contrast? Was it like most of us are sure? Or? Something like that. Uh, and I, I wish I could remember. Maybe some place I'll pick this up. Yeah, anyway. Maybe I've got it. If I, if I have his. So some of these clippings I have to keep. If I have a final. But it was something like that. Dash and Gropes. Uh, uh, but he meant it kindly. Because mm -hmm. I met him later on. And he says, Oh, I just met this. <laughs> but uh, uh, John Adam Knight was very, very tough. Very tough on uh, people. He'd say exactly, exactly what he. Oh, uh, oh we, uh, what brought that on was the U.S. Camera Achievement Awards. On one occasion. Uh, uh, Steichen's brother-in-law, Sandberg, 
was there because Steichen was getting an award. And we had these dinners. It was always, uh, we sat around and we had dinner and then we'd get these awards. Mm -hmm. So as you were, your name was called, there was a, a, a um, uh, what do we call it? Uh, sort of master ceremonies. Master ceremonies. Mm -hmm. uh, one, of, one day it was uh, Lajarna Hillows, master ceremonies. Mm -hmm. And uh, he introduced Steichen said, I knew him when he was Eduard. <laughs> and Steichen winced. <laughs> no smile. Yeah, I would think. And Larry was, you know, was a very humorous guy, very down to earth guy. Uh, and a uh, beautiful guy. And he said, uh, in the audience was John Adam Knight, along with, among the guests. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, 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 who's it, brother-in-law? Sandberg. Sandberg, Carl Sandberg, started playing the guitar. And Adam Knight, John, John, just couldn't stand it. Mm -hmm. And right in the middle, just as he started to play, John Adam Knight gets up and says, I don't have to take this, and walks right out. <laughs> in full view of everybody, in full hear hearing of everybody. And he walks right out. He did anything he wanted to do. Was he independently wealthy? Sounds like no, the me mentality no. of someone who is. No, he didn't mean he, had a, he needed the money. But he was just that kind of an independent thinker. Uh, you mentioned Legeran Hiller. Yeah. And he's an, another person that's being looked at again. Uh, as yeah, a photographer, going to be a, in the Sipley collection, going to give a talk on him. And uh, I'm kind of interested in him, partly just because his name is so strange that it first caught my attention. L e j a r e n, with a, a with the yeah, with a zing, yeah. and h i w l r. What um, what was your no, first? No, 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 you know what he did. Hmm. You know he's an illustrator. Yeah, he did all these uh, different. Well, I've seen this history of medicine thing. Yeah, that's it. That's the primary thing I've seen of yeah. his. Uh, and I guess he also functioned as a model for himself or maybe for others as well. Because he couldn't find anybody to model properly. So whenever he stepped in, he became a model. Mm -hmm. But what kind of person was he, or what was his background in photography? Uh, he was working for Underwood and Underwood as an illustrator. Photographic mm -hmm. do commercial illustration. illustration. And he did something on... He's a wonderful after dinner speaker. He once, uh, uh, after dinner, uh, he was asked to tell how we, how we would take a photograph of a man who had just finished speaking mm -hmm. after dinner. Mm -hmm. So he picked up a napkin, <laughs> patted his lips, uh -huh. and then dropped it. He, he sort of did this and then held the man napkin. This man was reading. Mm -hmm. And another time he did something on the, on hats, women's hats. He had never photographed women's hats before. And this was an outlandish thing. I mean, he, he, I mean, he thought it was very funny. Mm -hmm. So he photographed these women in very funny costumes and very funny hats. Mm -hmm. The hats that weren't, weren't really fine hats. You know, mm -hmm. they were just caricaturing the whole field. And the editor liked it. So the picture editor liked so much they ran it. Because mm -hmm. it was sort of, like today we do art kind of photography, you know, crazy photography, just to catch the people, catch the eye, you know. Uh -huh. So he, did, he he was a very good idea man, and uh, he used to drink a lot. I have a picture of him, how we're taking one of those trains. Oh, and up to Rochester? Yeah, up to Rochester. <laughs> we, we went on several trips together. I went to uh -huh. all of those. He was camera achievement awards. Hmm. And he had, uh, I'd seen a picture that I think Gernsheim published that showed a 
I think it was a reenactment of the crucifixion or something uh, it like that. It could be because it's the sort of thing he could do. <laughs> he went to really he's a good the, stage. He's a good director, stage man. One of these who would really stage the photograph kind yeah, of. Yeah, he a, did. Sure. Kind of he was an artist at that sort of thing. And then and when, the history, of course, is his shade That's the biggest. Thing the history of medicine thing, yeah. you mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to note that that. St taking that as a historical document, one can conclude that the primary people who have been sick through history have all been young women with no shirt. <laughs> you know, all, all the patients. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Well, of course, that's for the, the gimmick, you know. In it, uh, yeah. You use a nude figure in order to attract attention, shock value of it. And then... Today's no longer shock. <laughs> yeah. um, do you recall when he died? I don't, but it's easily uh, discovered. I think uh, the man was giving me a talk on... On Hiller. You know, giving it to yeah, you mean at, at the Eastman House? Eastman House. Yeah. He it's was, actually not easily discovered. No, actually, he didn't know it either? There was some question about it. That's why I asked you. Oh, I, I know the name of the woman who used to work with him. Her name was Mrs. Rogers. I don't know if I have it here. And I could call her. Ralph Baum would know her name. I've got it somewhere. See, I've got a great file here. Yeah, yeah. this is good. Yeah. You got soap here if you ever need it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what I did about the soap. Uh, there were, nobody had any soap ever, you know. So I bought some soap and I bought some soap boxes and distributed them around. Mm -hmm. Of course, they don't never use them. You know. It's like a guy that's used to eating with his hands, you know. Yeah, right. Give him a fork and he ignores <laughs> So it never did any good. Anyway, well, Jaron Hiller's got a son who. Is in, does electronic music and teaches in Buffalo. Yeah. But I who's out of the country him. now. I never knew him. But uh, that's usually found out. That they, as a matter of fact, I thought that... Uh, the Do you recall roughly when it might have been? Was it before you... Uh, was it in the 50s, 60s, earlier than that? It was after that. In the 60s sometime? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's... Because uh, it's pretty... Uh, well... I, I can easily... Get it for you. Yeah, we had a. Okay, yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. The um, there's another man whose name I've seen, who's written some articles on photography. And again, I don't know if he was really a writer on photography. Robert Marks is the name. Did some articles in Cornet. Robert W. Marks. He he did one on the. Here's my middle initial. Yeah. <laughs> Think I'm through again. He did something on on Hein. And. Uh, and Leon Levenstein is a very good photographer. You don't hear about him much. Well, he's in that show now at the Modern. Yeah, good photographer. Uh, he uh, he sent me. I, I once he once mentioned it to me. I said I'd never seen that article. So I happened to have an old issue of Caronet with this article in it mm -hmm. on Lewis Hine, and I I've kept it. It's way back. Did you know Marx at all, or know about his no, writing at the time? No, I didn't know him. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Leon knows, knows him either. But he was one of the writers. Because he wrote on Clarence White and he wrote on Stieglitz and on Bernice. And it's quite a series of them. I just inadvertently, when I was looking for Bernice, is when I discovered it yeah. uh, originally. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to get out this. You know, I, I may do something in McCausland anyway. Sure, you ought to. There's room for more than one thing. Spite of Because I'm just uh, like the idea of an of a across the board critic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. She, which she really was. And dance, uh, even, and everything. Yeah. And uh, she was an intellect, and she had a critical faculty, which she applied to any field that she came to. Mm -hmm. She could write about food if she wanted to. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, if she right. felt like it, right. drawn to it. But, uh, uh, 
but I, I just can't can't get out to Maine. Yeah, there is a lot of material up there too. I have to go there to know to do do this because she, she just thought that you have to set a whole hold her hand for her. Yeah, I interviewed her twice. Bernice, she, you mean? Yeah, yeah. And once I did, uh, and she was seventy two, I think, mm -hmm. something like that, and uh, oh seventy, and I thought it was a well, why not use this in popular photography? They weren't interested. Mm -hmm. I know why not. Benicia Abbott is a good name. Yeah. And I took a picture of it at the time. I know sometimes I wonder about these guys that pop for unless you turn hand, somersaults, handsprings. Or something. Yeah. Let me, uh, I think you mentioned this name, um, but we didn't say anything about it. Charles Abel? Well, he's a commercial photographer. Portrait. And didn't he He, he was the founder of... Pop, of Professional Photographers of America. Of the organization? Yes. And it was and called published the, a magazine. Called the American Photographer at first? No, it wasn't called that. Uh, commercial Photography or something. But he was, he did publish a, a professional magazine mm -hmm. uh, uh, for professional photographers, which has since, of course, been carried out by the PP of A uh, journal. Right, yeah. That's an outgrowth of that. And he died. Uh, a while back. Uh -huh. What about um, in this sort of related areas, someone like Willard Morgan, who was more of a, well, who wrote, but also an editor, editorial figure, kind of also. Well, Willard. Uh, someone you must have known. Is a wife. Oh, sure, I know what? Fairly well. Willard was the husband of Barbara Morgan. You know that. Sure. And the father of the two boys are running m and now. Uh, he. Uh, we published with Morgan and Lester. Mm -hmm. They did the uh, the the uh, photo lab index together. They didn't get along, but they put together on this thing. Mm -hmm. Finally, they broke up. And Willard did, did the uh, the encyclopedia, the monthly issue. It was first issued monthly, and then uh, in hardbound edition. Uh, he, he just uh, published. He first. I interviewed Barbara Morgan some time ago. Uh, on uh, after after Willard died, uh, it was on uh, on the start of '35. Her part role in it, more Willard's uh -huh. role in it. It seems that it's, it's. I have this article. Maybe I can get it for you if you want. It seems that she was. Uh, they were in a in a in a museum. Oakland Museum was somewhere out there in West Coast. And he had a photograph, he had a 5 or 7 new camera, photographed some art objects there, sculpture, paintings. And he happened to look around, and there's some guy with a little bit of a camera, taking pictures. Well, Will had never had seen this thing, and he very curious about it. He went over and asked him, well, what's that? So the man said, oh, this is a Leica. What's a Leica? Said, well, it's a camera they use in Germany. And I just I bought one over there, and here I am with this, uh, and I use it. He said, "Where where can I buy one of these, uh, or see uh, where where do they sell it?" So the man told him, "There's a shop in Los Angeles, uh, L.A. or San Francisco, or one of those places. I forget which one." And so the next morning, couldn't sleep all night. He went out there. That's the story. He tells me, and she tells me, uh, and they went, uh, and they didn't have any Leica camera. But they had uh, some literature on it. And the guy said, well, what do you want to bother with this for? I said, it's a, it's a toy. 
and they're publishing all I'm intrigued by. So you got all the uh, 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 literature, got the address, and he wrote to Germany. Mm -hmm. uh, he used to freelance writing on various subjects. They used to travel around together, uh, vacation trips, take pictures various places. And uh, and he, uh, she used to paint and he would take photographs. Mm -hmm. And he had, uh, so he asked this guy, Where's the, where, where, where can I write this? So he writes a letter to Germany. In this way, he's very practical. I say, if you will send me a Leica camera with lenses and so forth and so on, I will, I'm about to depart on trip to the Southwest. I will write, uh, some articles and mention, use the Leica, and mention the Leica, and uh, and I will send and send it to the so to the magazines, and I will send you these articles. So, apparently, it's a very persuasive letter, because very soon afterward he has his whole case full of stuff, huh. all the accessories, <laughs> you know, and because uh, they had didn't have anybody, no agent, in New York, America. So he goes and photographs, uses his camera, delighted as can be, and has a great time photographing. He takes these pictures and sends them to Germany and, and talks about it, and they make him New York representative. And then they started this headquarters downtown, and they start selling these, the camera. Uh -huh. And that's how the Leica came to America. Uh -huh. And that's how he came into the picture because he was the first one. Did you ever um, work with him on anything yourself? Well, I did uh, did something for the encyclopedia, and uh, uh, no, I don't think I ever did anything. Uh, oh yes, I guess. Oh, I did write an article for a like a manual, a couple of articles, like a manual. I was one of the many contributors. Mm -hmm. So that's the only. You never worked closely with him yourself, or knew him. The, well, how, how well did you know him? What kind of a man was he? Person, really? I knew him personally, but it was very difficult to, very difficult to get to. Hmm. You know, I'd see him at a, he always smiled, sort of a weak smile, and he'd sit down, and I'd sit down next to him, and uh, he was a hulk of a man. They used to call him Herc, hmm. after Hercules. You know, hmm. He's a very big man, and. Uh, he makes some remarks, rather dry, uninteresting, uninformative. Hmm. Or he'd tell me something that's coming out, they're coming out with this book or, and the, or this or the other thing. But we never had any extended conversation because he, he's, not a, he's not a talker. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. So that was his part. Uh, uh, and uh, he, and us, uh, he and Henry Les did get along after all. They did get together. But they, because. Uh, Willard had this like a business mm -hmm. tied up apparently. Yeah, I'm wondering if this might not be a place to take a little break. Would oh. you Would you be interested in some lunch? Okay. Okay. Can I uh, Can Five I to three. Can I uh, buy you some lunch? That would be. Uh